Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Eagles fans? Welcome into another edition of your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. It's the Lockdown Eagles podcast, as always, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team. Every day, Louis DiBiase, Gino Camilleri joining you on this Friday edition of the show. Guys, it's episode number five of five. We do a show every Monday through Friday, downloaded into your phone. When you subscribe to Lockdown Eagles, wherever you get your podcasts, we're available on Odyssey, on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it, on all platforms as well as on YouTube. Now, all our full shows are posted on YouTube Monday through Friday. Gino, we made it. I mean, we have... We had kickoff yesterday of the NFL season between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And now you have just today, Saturday, you get to watch college football. And then we get to watch the Eagles kick off the season opener 2021 against the Atlanta Falcons Sunday at one o'clock. We made it. This is the last show until we do a recap show for the first time in 2021. Can't wait to get this thing started, man. Yeah, I'm just making plans now uh, how we're going to watch a game, have some friends over. I got a 55-inch and a 75-inch TV now in my living room. I'm trying to figure out where to put a third because football just consumes my life now, and I have to have multiple screens going at any given time, and you know one's going to be dedicated to the Eagles. Kickoff at 1 p.m., going to be right into the swing of things. It it always reminds me when I was in college, that uh, Jacksonville game that they kicked off. It was the one good day of, yeah. of early September that I can remember. The sun was shining through my room. Just felt good to have football back. Then they go out there and they're getting blown out against Jacksonville, come back and, and win that game. Yeah, so uh, that was the first time I'm like, okay, let's just hold up on week one for a second. Like Even though it is going to be a game and people are going to want to react it's the first game we were we are seeing under Nick Sirianni. Eagles Twitter game. is always the worst. The first quarter and a yeah, half absolutely. Of, of week one. You want to know why? Because you too, like you mentioned the Jaguars game, or you mentioned last year. It was the opposite, right? The Eagles mm-hmm. started on fire against Washington. They were up seventeen nothing in their own right, and they collapsed. Or you go to twenty nineteen, they were getting blown out by Washington, and then the second half they come back. It just feels like every season opener, maybe outside of like. 2017 and 2016 and 2017 are these lopsided affairs where it's the tale of two halves. Yeah, I hope it's not. And against Atlanta, I think that the Eagles offense has the chance to to march down the field a few times. Uh, Atlanta's defense isn't anything to write home about. And then it's going to be good to see what our young guys can do against guys like Kyle Pitts and see how Darius Slane, Steve Nelson work as a tandem defending those wide receivers that they have. And then you're going against a guy who's as surefire as any quarterback in the league to throw for four to 500 yards a game. So this team isn't going to be playing any, let's say like cupcake first game. Like they're going to play a team that has weapons and, it's going to be back and forth, in my opinion. I don't think it's going to be a lopsided game by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think so it can be a game that it comes down to the last drive. It wouldn't surprise me. It always does against Atlanta, right? I mean, yeah, it seems to just happen like that. 2019, three years in a row, it was just like that. No Julio Jones, though, but we still have Kelvin Ridley to worry about. We have Kyle Pitts now to worry about as well. We'll see what their new run offense without the pillars that they've had back there for quite some time. You know, Mike Davis back there. 
pretty sure Cordero Patterson is listed as a running back on their roster as well. So they have some interesting pieces, some interesting guys that can create a lot of havoc in space and mm-hmm. have a lot of speed and athleticism. And I'm excited to see what this offense can do, what the defense can do. And I mentioned it the other day on the show, special teams. I got my eye on man, like from the first kickoff, I'm going to be waiting to see if they choose to receive the ball, what they do with that first return. Because yeah. It could be a good indication of how things can go during the day. Yeah, Gino dove deep into the matchup on Wednesday. Myself and Locked On Falcons host Aaron Freeman dove deep into the matchup as well on Thursday for our first edition of Crossover Thursday in 2021. We did our full 2021 NFL predictions on Tuesday. Monday, we got into some stat questions. So again, if you missed any of those first four episodes this week, the first game week of 2021, make sure to find it on any podcast platform or on YouTube. Gino, you mentioned a lot of the matchups right there. And again, it's going to be a fun, close matchup, I think, as it always is between these two teams, the Eagles and the Falcons. And of course, all eyes are going to be on the quarterback position this week with Jalen Hurts starting his audition in 2021 for the long-term quarterback one position with Philadelphia. And so the last two years, we had our flagship I mean, we do stock up, stock down every Monday, right? And then our most popular show last year was maybe because Wentz was so polarizing and so up and down and mostly down um, was Wentz Wednesdays. This year, we're going to switch it up. We can't do Hertz Day on Thursday, but we're still going to do a QB-centric podcast every week, especially this year. It's so crucial because, again, Hertz is like this is his year to show if he can be the guy or not. So it's going to be a week-by-week thing, and it's – to me, the biggest storyline of the season for the Eagles this year. So every Friday, we're going to do Locked On QB1, and we'll also do in segment three our LOE3, which is Gino's brainchild. We're going to do our betonline.ag. We're going to each do three bets, three over-unders that we like for the game between the Eagles and the Falcons. So that's coming up in segment three, so hold tight for you uh, you gamblers out there. We're definitely going to get your fix today on Locked On Eagles, as because we're always brought to you by Online. .ag. But Gino, like I said, to dive in first here with Jalen Hurts. Again, it's the start of his audition for the long-term play at quarterback against Atlanta. And there, I mean, you look at it, there aren't a lot of guys in the league with more pressure on his shoulders than Hurts, right? Just the market he's in, the picks the Eagles have next year, the interest they already had this past offseason with quarterbacks. You look at the style of a team Jeffrey Lurie wants to be. It's kind of unfair, but like we said, I mean, he needs to have a huge year two jump. I think like a Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Carson Wentz, Kyler Murray type of year two jump. And it might be unfair, but uh, the Eagles aren't going to settle. And so he needs to be maybe great, not just good this year. And I can't wait to see how he starts off on Sunday. I think when you open a book and it like has that those first three or four pages of like the appendix where they they'll write something just about the book why they wrote the book that was last season like that right. was just that was the setup to the story and this is where the story begins for Jalen Hurts kind of started in the off season where he took the reins he started to get command of the locker room which he started to get at the end of Carson Wentz's tenure as well for sure now what can he do when when you get on the field like what are you gonna do and it all comes down to that and I firmly believe that if you look at Jalen Hurts and his profile as a player when it comes to playing in games all throughout his college career even in the last couple games last year even though he was up and down there were times in those two games last year and many times throughout his college career where you're looking at this kid and saying yeah he's a winner like he's gonna go out there especially and win you games I mean in college, 
Nick Saban put him in charge of his offense for many years, and he allowed him to develop. He allowed him to continue to develop, even though he pulled him out in that one game where uh, Tua Tungavailoa goes in and wins the national championship. He was still an instrumental piece being the backup there and just being in that quarterback room. And now I'm looking at it and I'm saying the best Jalen Hurts you might see might be behind the scenes, which might be the best thing for this team because it means that he's doing his work Monday through Saturday and come Sunday, I'm expecting him to be prepared. Like I expect him to have that a command of that offense, not look jittery. Maybe the first drive, understandable. It's his first mm-hmm. time starting a season in the NFL as a starting quarterback. Totally understandable. But once things start to a little adversity hits, like things start to break down, he's still calm under pressure. We saw a little glimpse of that in the preseason when he had a good command of those first two drives. Can he continue to do that? And Right. Every bit of evidence that we've had for Jalen is that in games, that's where he thrives. So you know he's doing the work. You know he's the leader. Now it comes time to playing on the field. I'm excited to see what uh, number one can do out there. Yeah, 100%. And again, it might be unfair to ask him to be great this year, but there's Mm -hmm. been quarterbacks. I kind of thought about it like, yeah, he needs that year two jump that a lot of guys have had the last few years. It might be unfair because those players started a lot their rookie year, but there's been instances where guys didn't play a lot in their rookie year and still made that crazy year two jump. Mm -hmm. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is one. Of course, he might be an outlier because he might be one of the greatest talents ever, and that's not Jalen Hurts. He's not Patrick Mahomes, but Lamar Jackson, a very similar style of quarterback. I mean, he played down the stretch with Baltimore in 2018, but the first half of the season, Gino, that was Joe Flacco. So Mm -hmm. he still made the year two jump and won MVP. We're not saying Jalen Hurts has to win MVP to keep the job, but he does have to be very good, very consistent, especially in the passing game. And so, uh, because again, the Eagles aren't going to settle for just okay at this position, not when they have the assets they do next year and not when you have Jeffrey Lurie as your owner, considering how badly he wants to be an elite passing attack. But I'm kind of excited for it, Gino. It's kind of a fun way to start the season. It's kind of a fun, unique style of season, mm-hmm. right? Better Obviously, than Kevin Cobb, I would say. Oh my like, God, yeah. Much more excited <laughs> yeah. to see this premiere, that's for and, sure. Yeah, and it's like... Obviously, you want them to win. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're focused on winning, and we believe they can win this division with the offensive line they have, the defensive line. They have talent. But at the same time, again, the season is mostly about an audition for a lot of guys, especially a quarterback. So it's gonna be, I'm kind of looking forward to go week by week and evaluate Hertz's game and see where he's improving, maybe where he regressed and took a step back, see what's kind of plateaued. It feels different than like Carson Wentz's first year in 2016 because here there aren't as many expectations. So at least for me, there's less nerves. And we can kind of go into it just saying, hey, we like prepare for the worst next offseason, but also hope for the best. So I'm, I'm so excited for uh, to see QB1 on Sunday. Yeah, for us in Philadelphia, it was nice to see Carson Wentz in 2016 actually show some promise. I want to flip the script a little bit and go to the guy that was picked right before him in Jared Goff. And that first season he had, everybody was writing him off. I know, I know you and I were making our jokes on Jared Goff, right? And we you, saw, that away, so. you saw glimpses that he had an arm, you know, like he could do it. But the one thing is he has no legs. Like if things are to break down, he can't do anything. So a quarterback like that, which we had in Kevin Cobb almost a decade ago now, yeah, you kind of have to put back your expectations. It comes a lot into what he could do with his receivers, so on and so forth. But when I look at Jalen, you said it, a guy like Lamar Jackson, these guys that can do it in multi facets in today's game, you aren't just going to be, 
hunkered into him just sitting in the pocket and he can't escape if things were to break down, which makes evaluation even a little bit more difficult. Now that you have a player that can do that, and you had that a little bit in Wentz as well, but not to this extent, you can see those plus points to his game that a pocket passer might not give you that could outweigh those negatives that he has in the pocket. We went through a decade of Donovan McNabb where he was a better passer outside of the hashes than he was inside the pocket. So when I look at Jalen, I'm excited because I know when things break down, he has the chance to extend that play. It isn't, oh, your guard got beat. All of a sudden the play's dead within a a, a fraction of a second off the snap. No, he's going to be able to do things, which he did in those few games last year. But now with a full offseason under his belt, the full control of the playbook, an offense designed for him, He shouldn't have to lean on that, but it's a great addition to have because we've seen what he can do outside the numbers when he's throwing it. You have these two tight ends that are going to be reliable weapons. Now it's just go out there and play that game that you have forever. And I think that style of quarterback, and I've been a big proponent of it since I was a kid. Donovan McNabb was my favorite player and arguably still is to this day. Even before him, Randall Cunningham, that type of game can extend your career in my opinion. Because you're not just a guy that's going to throw a fastball and as soon as your arm is dead, you're you're done. You know, like mm-hmm. when Peyton was throwing ducks towards the end of his career. Mike Vick, as long regardless as you of his yourself, arm, though, it yeah, could as end long your as you protect, it could shorten your career too. Yes, totally. But I mean, Jalen, he's a bigger athlete, like in his lower yeah. half, like he could protect himself a I little bit better, like six hundred pounds. Yeah. So, yeah. But when you look at a guy like Mike Vick, for example, Lou, like. I don't think his arm talent towards the end of his career was as good as it was even when he was in Philly. And he made those two stops in New York and Pittsburgh. And why you keep him on the team is because he's such an unbelievable athlete. And Jalen Hurts' athleticism has won him games his entire career in high school and college. That's going to win you games in the NFL as well. Look who the MVP was a couple years ago, Lou. Your favorite player, look Lamar Jackson. Yeah, look who it's basically been every single year, even before that, Patrick Mahomes, or after that. No, before that, and Carson Wentz would have won it in 2017. So you're right, the mobility makes things a lot easier. And mm-hmm. now we'll see if he can develop those other areas of his game that he needs to work on, because we know he's got the mobility. And, you know, I think he has a really good opportunity to start hot against Atlanta's defense. And in segment two, we're going to get into that matchup between Hurts and the defense. But before we do that, tell us about our sponsors over at Bill Bar. Yeah, you know, this Sunday, right when I wake up, it's going to be morning time. I'm not going to want to fill myself up too much. I'm going to have a Bilt Bar. It's going to be right the pre-game before nerves, man. Yeah. It is. I'm, I'm not going to be too shaky to have to put a full meal, but I'm going to go with the Bilt Bar. And the reason is, they got all these unbelievable flavors, Lou. I mean, I could wake up one morning, you get the box of nine different flavors, you get two of each of them. If you're feeling strawberry one morning to replace your pancakes, if you're feeling a nice double chocolate to cure your little bit of a chocolate crave, you can have that in your built Bar. Not only are they the best tasting bars out there, but they are healthy as well. And that's why I don't feel guilty anytime I have this. If I sneak one late at night, you know, when I'm watching a little bit of film after the Eagles game is over, if I have one, they only have 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, five grams of carbs, and I'm getting 18 grams of protein. Delicious, tasty, and healthy. What can you miss out on? Win, win, win. Yeah, win, win, win. If you go to Built Bar today, use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D. Locked, yeah, LOCKED15. 
you'll get 15% off your order. And if you use that promo code today, you can get any of these delicious flavors and shipping could come before next week and you could have it before the Eagles kick off. So we thank our friends over at Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off of your order. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back into segment two of our Locked On QB1 edition of Locked On Eagles. This Friday episode is our final one until the Eagles kick off the 2021 season Sunday at 1 p.m. against the Atlanta Falcons. Again, be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your shows and on YouTube. We're going to have a post-game show immediately after the game. Content on content on content, Gino. We're just going to churn it out all season long as we I will have do. the other games up though, when we are watching. So oh, if I do get absolutely. distracted for a second, bear with us. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But again, be sure to subscribe because we're going to have five shows a week, all season long. And on Fridays, again, like we said, we're going to be locked on Jalen hurts. It's locked on QB one and Gino in segment one, we talked kind of just set the stage for hurts and what needs to be done this year for him to be the franchise quarterback. And I think in segment two, we're going to get into here, the matchup. I think he should be able to get off to a great start. I really love this matchup for Hertz to start with. Let's see if he can take advantage of what I think is a significant mismatch against Atlanta secondary with his arm. We talked about in segment one, he's going to get his on the ground. Like he's going to have success in the run game. That's always going to be, he's always going to be to me, if he's starting one of the best mobile quarterbacks in football. Um, but at the same time, let's see now if he can do it with his arm against an Atlanta secondary that last year gave up the most 20 plus yard passing plays all season long, and they also gave up the third most passing touchdowns. So outside of A.J. Terrell, who I really liked coming out of, uh, excuse me, out of Clemson a couple years ago in the first round, outside of that, it's a bunch of like one-year journeymen in that Mm -hmm. defensive backfield. So I want to see him take advantage of that. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. You got Fabian Moreau, Deron Harmon, who we did beat in the Super Bowl, and then Eric Harris. I mean, those three guys are all guys that were in free agency, guys that are coming into this new defense, a new head coach and Arthur Smith. I think the the plays are going to be there. Like I believe that there's going to be space to make plays. I give the favor to Devontae Smith or over any of those guys. I give Quez Watkins or Jalen Rager a one-on-one. I put a plus next to that name when I'm scouting and seeing that he's going against Fabian Moreau, somebody who we're familiar with here in the NFC East as he did play for the Washington football team the last couple seasons. I think Jalen Hurts and his ability to throw outside the numbers, Lou, is going to be put on display in this game. I really do, because even not talking wide receivers, the tight ends, man, Atlanta has a tough time covering tight ends. I know Aaron Freeman said that on the crossover show yesterday. You look at their linebackers as well. I mean, Deion Jones is going to be tasked with a huge matchup going against Ertz and Goddard all day long. And you're going to have to worry about both of those guys as well as your pass-catching running backs, as well as the wide receivers. For a team like Atlanta that doesn't have as deep of a secondary as some of the teams that we will play this season, Eek, man, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to be game planning as a as a secondary coach against this team because you have a lot of talent, a lot of yeah. speed. As good as A.J. Terrell has been against some of the better quality wide receivers coming out of college, he didn't have the best year in 2020. And like you said, they let up explosive plays. And an Eagles team that in the last couple of years has been desperate for them, you know your owner in Jeffrey Lurie is begging you to throw the ball down the field. What a better way to start it than today. I mean, have a little bit of balance. 
Yeah. Have a balance from what you did last year when you averaged like 15 yards per attempt last season in that opener, <laughs> which was insane. But just find a smooth game plan where you're hitting guys in space. It's going to be there. They don't have the athletes to cover the athletes that you have. And when it comes to the trenches, Lou, I give our offensive line a huge advantage. I think and they have the Hertz advantage, Gino, in almost every time. area except for Matt Ryan against Jalen Hurts. So as long right. as Hurts isn't astronomically worse, like holding you back, they should win this yeah, football game. Somebody you win with. That's what Jalen Hurts has to be in this game for them to not lose the game. Right. But if good he, point. Because I think we want, but we want to see him be the yeah. guy you wouldn't be. Oh, yeah. If they go out there and he, he puts up three touchdowns and they win by two scores, like, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked at all. But at the same time, if it's a 24 21 game late, you know, and yeah. he, they just marched down the field, got a field goal, and they're up three points. That wouldn't shock me either, but he I, I don't believe he's going to be putting the ball in a position to turn it over. I don't think the front of Atlanta is going to affect the pocket as much as you have to against a guy like Jalen Hurts to make him uncomfortable. And the front of the Eagles, man, like the first time we're going to see them back healthy, these guys got to have a chip on their shoulder. Like I expect sure. them to come out fiery. I expect them to hit it hard in the ground game as well. And it all starts with Jalen Hurts and – I don't think he's going to have as difficult of a time going against the front like Atlanta has when he could be going against a front like Washington in past seasons, which we have let off the season. This is one of those games where you're playing an out-of-conference opponent in college football. A lot of what's happening this week here. Uh, you got the big matchup with Oregon and Ohio State, but then you look, you got games like Alabama playing Mercer. Like You don't want the biggest game on your schedule in week one, and no. I believe that this game – is one of those games, I said it a couple days ago as well, a team that is probably on tier with where you are, maybe just a half a tier below, I would say, because of the defense. Sure. But they, at the same time, they have weapons too that we talk about what Philly has. Matt Ryan has to go out there and outperform Jalen Hurts. You talk about it that Matt Ryan is a better advantage than Jalen Hurts and is a proven quarterback. But at the same time, he's got to outduel this kid, man. He, and he does have the tougher matchup for sure. Yeah, he does. And I believe yeah. Jalen Hurts, dude, he's been in the biggest matchups and the biggest. Pre- this is not going to be any pressure for this kid. I expect him to be cool, calm, and collected. Go out there, handle his business. We move on to next week. And Jalen Hurts isn't who we are talking about in a bad light. I think we yeah. can evaluate his game in a good way after this week. He's going to have time in the pocket. He's going to be able to extend plays. I don't think he's going to have to take too many stupid sacks like he did last year when that offensive line was just atrocious. He is going to have time, and it's going to make things fun. Because when yeah. Jalen Hurts has time and he's able to extend plays with the weapons he has, man, I'm ex- I'm just ex- I'm, I'm I'm jittery, man. I'm j- jittery mm. to see what this offense can do because it's been so – we've just seen these elephants just plodding along for the last two se- – I'm ready to see these cheetahs out the gate – running down the field, having the athletes, having the speed, having a fresh offensive line, and having a quarterback, Lou, who really, I mean, he has pressure on him, but you said it with Carson Wentz. I mean, the well, pressure the was off. The, unfair, expecta- right? yeah, the expectation yeah. is I not mean, there. Right. I think there's pressure on him because, again, right. those expectations aren't yeah, there. So I, there's I a better chance he'll get – No, no, no. no. Yeah. There is, it makes sense. Um, I think there's less pressure for him to be great instantly, but he also knows mm-hmm. he has to get there because there aren't those expectations. Right. So he's not going to have the leash that Carson Wentz did. So, yeah, it's interesting. I, I just, I, I'm so curious about how they're going to use him 
early on. I love that mm-hmm. you t- use the saying we use all the time about winning with versus winning because of, because you can easily win this game on Sunday just with Jalen Hurts getting you through, winning with him, right where you're mm-hmm. grounding and pounding, right? You're you know, really featuring these tight ends in Dallas Goddard and Zach Hurts. I'm just I'm interested to see what they do because I think that's the best way to win in 2021 for the Eagles. But at the same time, that's not going to help you long-term get your answers. It's just tough because it's like you can't – that's what I'm sure Howie Roseman wants to see, Jeffrey mm-hmm. Lurie, us fans, media members. Um, but at the same time, coaches coach to win, players play to win, and they're not going to be able to help that. They're not going to be like, I want to see them win in a certain way, as do most, but they're not going to go out on Sunday and say – we can only win with Hertz throwing the ball 40 plus times. Mm-hmm. If that's not working, but the run game is and the, you know, short passing game, that's what is, you know, conservative, conservative approach is the success. Then they're, you know, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. I don't think Nick Sirianni is going to put them in a precarious position, much like Doug Peterson put them in, in that first game last year when he's good, when they, I don't know why they didn't throw a short check down pass one time in that game. I mean, it seemed every time they were it's just, just throwing the ball. up three years of not yeah. being able to push the ball down the field. They're like, throw the, doing throw every 15 play. yards, every play. Let's <laughs> do it. No, but you're right, Lou. I, I think this is a, a good matchup for Jalen Hurts to really kind of put his foot in the door a little bit, you know, in this league and let people know that, Hey, you might've written me off. Like a lot of these media pundits are, but at the same time, the guys who played the game, I think Tony Romo said it the other day in an interview that he believes in Jalen Hurts and he sees what he has. I look at guys like that, that have played that position and you just have, you could look in that. You can look in a guy's eyes and just know if he has it. And when I look in Jalen Hurts, eyes, like, it's not when Kevin Cobb or Sam Bradford stepped out on the field, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, this is really what we're doing. Like, this guy's shaking in his boots. Like, Jalen's going to go out there, be right. calm, be ready to go. And if he loses the game, if he is responsible for it, I expect him to take full accountability and not point any fingers. And I think that yeah. would be the biggest plus if they were to lose, is to see how Jalen responds to that. Yeah. But. You and I like this matchup. I think it is a very winnable game. I I think the line is at around three points right now, and I think that's very fair. I, I'm I glad think you mentioned the line because yeah. we're going to get into some betting. Oh, Coming yeah. Up. All of us are ready to be putting in them bets at Bet Online. Absolutely. You know that. L03 is coming up next week one. Let's get into some of the bets we like the most between the Eagles and Falcons on Sunday. And guys, this show is sponsored by betonline.ag. It's that time of year again. All eyes are turning to football. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar contest, for the NFL, the Mega Contest, and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at Bet Online. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% off welcome bonus when you use our promo code Locked On. And be sure to take advantage of the super promo on opening day. I should say, I hope you took advantage of their opening day super promo yesterday. Bet Online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football to basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. All right, you know, let's wrap up this Friday edition of the show. Our final episode until the Eagles take on the Falcons week one on Sunday with our first edition of L O E three. We're going to get into three bets each 
that we really like, and two of them do include Jalen Hurts. Let's start with you. You like the uh, over on one and a half field goals. Yeah, you took the over two and a half touchdowns. I could see both yeah. of those things happening. Uh, I just look at this this young offense, right, and maybe in the first quarter they have a nice drive. It goes down to the 35, and they kind of stall out. Like I could see something like that happening. Jake Elliott just is surefire as he's ever been. In the preseason, he was strong summer, yeah. perfect. He had a strong summer. He's back healthy. I just think the Eagles team will be in Atlanta's territory. I just don't know how many times they cash. I was kind of stuck on two to three, so that two-and-a-half number kind of got yeah. me. But I believe that two field goals is, is something that I, I could fully see them doing. I think for the same reasons we agree, for the same reasons I like the over on two and a half touchdowns. I just think Atlanta's defense is not very good. And although the Eagles have a lot of unproven um, talent at quarterback and at receiver, especially this week, they're all very talented and I think they have the advantage. So I like just, I like the points. I like over a ha- one and a half field goals as well. I like over two and a half touchdowns. I don't think this is going to be a 17 to 10 week no. one in 2018 type of matchup. I think this is going to be more the second half of 2019 where Wentz and Matt Ryan kind of started going back and forth. Um, I think it's going to be like that on Sunday between Matt Ryan and Jalen Hurts. We both took the over on some Eagles receivers in the passing attack. You like Devontae Smith over four receptions, and I like Dallas Goddard over 43 receiving yards. And I think it's, again, because, you know, they both have a mismatch here against A.J. Terrell. And with Dallas Goddard going up against those linebackers and safeties of Atlanta, that's an advantage. Take the hammer, the over on 43 yards. Yeah, and that's that's a good play too. At minus one fourteen, you're putting up yeah. one hundred fourteen to win a hundred back, and that's how these lines work. And both of right. them are like that. And the reason I look at Devontae as somebody who could be a high reception guy, I mean, look at what they did to him in the preseason. They were getting him involved in every type of route, like six or seven targets, slant, or yeah. yeah, six seven targets, and not even a half of football. So I see a guy that they're gonna want to put their new toy on display. You know, take the Ferrari out the garage, give him For a few sure. yards. But at the same time, Lou, Dallas Goddard with 43 receiving yards being the over, I mean, he's one play away from hitting that number. And that's why I I like when you texted me that, I said that's a good play because they can't defend tight ends. And all he has to do is get a nice 15-yard gain over the middle, pick up 25 yards twice, which he could do in the yard. He has a chance to go deep, unlike Zach Ertz, Gino. He can get that play in one or two catches. So that's the advantage I like, too, is that unlike Ertz, I like Ertz probably for that line, too. I'd be comfortable with that. But I think Goddard with the deep ability and the run after the catch ability, um, he can break off some big ones. So, yeah, I like both of those bets for sure for the Eagles in the receiving game. And then we both made a Jalen Hurts bet. You have Hurts over 60 rushing yards. I love that line. And for me, with Jalen Hurts at 232 passing yards, I this is more what I want. I think he should be able to do this. And it's, again, maybe my heart, you know, hoping that he can take advantage of the Falcons, not just with his legs this week, but with his arm. Because I think your bet is... I think it's a good one because I think you know he's gonna he's gonna be close to sixty rushing yards almost every week. Yeah, I, I like both of them though because if you put it together, I mean that's not even three hundred yards all purpose. Right. Jalen Hurts is a, a three fifty type of guy any day of the week all purpose yards. I like that two thirty two. I mean he's come close to that number a bunch of times oh, in yeah. his career, and then if they pass as much as we expect to and they can hit a number like that. You would have to expect expect 
Atlanta's defense to drop things back to respect that passing game, which opens up the middle of the field and going out to the wings for Jalen Hurts to just run all over them. And I could see both. I could literally see every single one of these bets hitting. I'm not going to guarantee anything, but just from a matchup perspective, Lou, I think these all play into what the strengths of the Eagles offense are going to be going against Atlanta. And I, I think that's how you have to kind of look at this. Play the X's and O's. Break it down. Go out there. Put the guys next to each other like your fantasy league does. Who has the advantage? Put a check mark next to it. That's how you get plays like this. I think Devontae Smith, no matter what cornerback is on him, he can get open against him seven to ten times in this game without even blinking his eye. If he's open that many times, you would hope he gets that many receptions. Dallas Goddard, same thing. When you have to defend all those guys in the middle and you have to worry about covering Kenny Gainwell or Boston Scott out of the backfield, like good luck defending the middle of the field with these guys that you have. I I just don't know what Atlanta is going to do and – I'm more worried about Atlanta's offense, and this was definitely a Eagles yeah. offense versus Very Falcons defense offense. type yeah. of show, and rightfully so. Like that's where they're going to win this game is our offense beating their defense, and I believe our defense can hold their offense too. But that might be a little bit more of a stalemate. Stalemate. The clear right. advantage to me is our offense over their defense. One hundred percent. That's why I like all six of these bets, guys. You can follow along with these bets and track the LOE three. Every week during the 2021 season, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked on Birds. We'll post this graphic on Sunday. So, again, you can follow along. And, again, follow us for just play-by-play analysis throughout Sunday, a post-game show as well. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on Birds, at DBLCLOE, at GC24 underscore football. Subscribe to us on any podcast platform and on YouTube as well. And we'll see you Sunday after the game. Let's go. The 2021 season is officially here. Thank you all for getting through the season with us or the off season and Gino, the dead zone as well. It was a hell of a ride and uh, we can't wait to kick off our fourth season together doing lockdown Eagles. Yeah, four is one of my lucky numbers. I got a good feeling on Sunday. We're rocking and rolling. People are listening to the show. We appreciate everybody subscribing wherever you find us and just wanting our opinions on Philadelphia Eagles football. It's a crazy thing. Never thought when I was a seven-year-old kid that I would be at this point. But, hey, anytime I get to watch my birds, anytime I get to talk about my birds, you know I'm going to do it. For my co-host, Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. Enjoy the game on Sunday. We will see you late on Sunday afternoon slash evening. Again, for Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. And let's go, Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.